For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Find Nurofen Quicksorb 24 tablets for just $10.99, but only at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. That's right, just Izzy and Kempy. Louis a little bit crooked today, a little bit under the weather, so he's not here this morning. So it's just Joe Kez, Aroha, Kempy, and myself bringing you the sports talk for Wednesday, 26th of October. Double eight, double three, oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. The phone lines, the text machine. Give us a message throughout the morning. We'll be much appreciated. Kempi, morena to you, Kempi. You're in the hot seat. You're in the driver's seat, mate. How you doing? Get up, Pongo. Get up. <laughs> I'll be calling. I'm calling it every day, mate. Every day we get closer to that Saturday Carbine Stakes Race 3 at Flemington. And old Pongo goes around. Yes, I can just see it. Daggy. Staggy would be your name. Staggering. <laughs> Staggering Daggy. <laughs> How good. Stop it, Kempi. How good. 6.05. I'm trying to refrain myself from... Because you're having sleepless nights. I'm having sleepless nights. I'm, uh... Yeah. Just just oh, imagining. What I would give for a decent sleep at the moment. <laughs> mate. You're all good? What's happening? Oh, I'm all good. I'm all good, mate. Yeah. Like I said, plenty of time to sleep. Um, yeah, but bit going on, coming into Christmas time, just getting organised, you know, yeah. you know what it's like. Um, mm. Always that time of the year where, you, where you're, you know, trying to trying to make things sort of put them jigsaw pieces, um, jigsaw puzzle together. I actually spoke to my nephew up in the United Kingdom. He's coming home the first time in three years. He's got a, got a two-year-old boy now. His wife's pregnant. She's uh, a German girl, Nina. She's just about to, to, to uh, have a second. He's coming home for the first time in three years. I'm picking him up from the airport on Boxing Day and taking him back down home to uh, to the Fano. So um, he's living up in Nottingham. He works for a company called Play, P L A P L A E. That's a clothing brand. No, that's Replay. 
That's replay. replay. Um, what is, what yeah, is no, play? no, this one is a. It, it basically looks after all the uh, installations of gyms. It's an Australian-based company that looks after all the installations of gyms um, throughout the EPL. Damn. They actually do. They do a bit of um, NFL and university uh, sport in America too. Um, quite big, mate. He's he's doing really really well up there with this Australian company through there. So um, yeah, get to talk to him. Sort of once a once a fortnight, I reckon. Once a fortnight, we catch up on everything um, that's happening down here. He listens to our show, mate. He, he he distributes it around there up there, eh? He listens to our show nice. and gives me some feedback on it. And it's quite interesting, actually. I was driving to work this morning. He says, "Yeah, it's quite um, it's quite well put together that show, isn't it?" Like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mate. Of course, professionals, absolute professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we do our best. Look, let's be honest. We're just talking. We've got the boys in the back room doing a, doing the job of setting it all up and doing a fantastic job too. So praise the lads uh, for making the show what it is. Kempi, just quickly, you've touched on Pungal, but what's happening in the Al Shake Shirok stable? What's we got coming up to look forward to? Because summer, spring is still here, surely. There's oh, something yeah. in the pipeline. What do you got going on in your own backyard there, Kimpy? Well, I've got, hopefully, and, you know, the, the the wind's here now, so that's really drying out the, the wet tracks. Um, we might, we were thinking about Just Ask Me up here at Pukekui on the um, Melbourne Cup day, because Ellerslie's been... Mm. Well, I don't know if you've seen Ellerslie, but, man, there's some work going on there. They've, they've really ripped the, the inside of that apart. It's going to look good when that's done. Um, but he's thinking about bringing the boy up to to Pukekohe and we just wait and see on the weather. Really, that's who we'll know by Friday. But I reckon what we should do is because Al always sets horses for Wellington, Captain Cook, yeah, um, the railway. You know what I mean? Those type of races. Uh, we should get him on next week, mate, and just have a have a catch up. I'll talk to Al and see if he's he's uh, he's willing to come on. He normally has has us on it on his ears up at the. Uh, up at the racetrack every morning, uh, up at the Gap was where they all sit. The boys with, um, you know, got some pretty good, pretty good trainers up there at the moment. Robbie Patterson going pretty well with his horses. Al, of course, as I see that there's a, a couple of others that have had a couple of wins down there. Um, so yeah, let's get them on. Let's ask them what are you, what are you lining up. Beautiful, keen as keen as get a little update from the Shake Rock and see where he's at. Maybe Rob Patterson. Yeah, there's still a little bit of racing. We got a big Cup week. Coming up uh, down here in Otatahi Christchurch, that's going to be a I'm hell of a week. I'm still trying to get there. I'm still trying to get Have there. Have you sorted it, Kempi? Come on, Ruby. Let's go, brother. Kempi, Kempi <laughs> on the side, on track side with all the local pundits. Imagine. Oh, imagine. Amazing. Just just give them a two-metre radius. You know, those big shoulders. Don't, don't, don't want to get hurt by those when he's bulging through. Have you, You've obviously been a cup week down here on Saturday, Kempi. Oh, of course. Yeah, man. I've been a couple oh. of times. I've been a couple of times. Honestly, I, I reckon close to Have you the, done the car park? No, I haven't done the car park. Um, oh, bro. That's Listen, why I want to come down. So this, good. That's why I want to come down this time. So yep, I'm just, just got us uh, a I'm car to park, mate, every so day, mate. Us. I, was on the, I was on the Cassie yesterday. She's got me doing a guest speaking stint for SENZ in the November, and I said, yep, all you have to do is get Ruby to send me down to, to Cup Week, and I'm in. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, she goes, oh, she sent me back an email. He goes, oh, it's, it's nice to think you and I had that much pull <laughs> to try and get Ruby to change his mind. Say, so, I know Ruby's listening. Come on, Ruby. It's only a couple of days, mate. Come Dig on, deep. Bruce, mate. I'll even, I'll even have Kempi in my, out, out of my, outside there you go, my studio. Ruby. Eh? There you go, Ruby. No Don't accommodation. Have to pay for it, mate. No accommodation. Yeah. Jesus, even on, getting mate. better. 
They're just getting worried, eh? They're like, Dag and Kemp together? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I've hey. got to do a Ken Tire um, thing on Tuesday. I'm going to their marquee at, cup, at the Harness Cup Day. Play hard, work hard, eh, Izzy? We don't, so, come, we don't come from that soft, that soft nah, uh, crowd. Nah, mate. You show up for work no, no matter what. If only Ruby knew. Anyway, uh, just going <laughs> to rip into the today's show, and we're going to talk about what we got coming up there, Kempi. We've got Missy Talapapa. Former Warriors winger, he will join us out of the UK. And that's what Kempi does. When uh, something just goes aroft early, you make a call, and Kempi hustled up in the UK, and he got Missy Talapapa to come on our show. He's obviously been playing over there for Doncaster, and uh, Carl Hoare rounded up us up, uh, former Warriors league player. So we'll talk to him about Samoa, the World Cup, and what he's been up to. He's still playing at 40 years of age. So longevity in the game, uh, something we've all tried to emulate, but not quite been able to do it. I did retire young, so I'd love to hear his story. And then following that, we're going to talk to Craig Cummins. Uh, we'll, f- we'll talk about a cricket. He's a fine cricket analyst, and uh, he'll join the show at about 7.40 to talk to T20 World Cup. Preview today's Black Caps taking on Afghanistan. And last night, ooh, Australia, too good for Sri Lanka, keep their World Cup. Hopes alive getting the job done. So we'll talk to him about that. And then after eight, well, it was a funny one yesterday. Well, the other day, we tried to get TJ Perinata on. Well, he only came back to me last night. And his greatest excuse, I'll read it for you. Here we go. I texted him twice. I said, alive, G? Ha, 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 ha. And then I messaged him a day later, are you still dead? <laughs> and he goes, sup, boy. Sup, boy. Sorry, I just got my phone back. Dropped it in the water. Laughing emoji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a liar, bro. Oh, but, um, and it's still it's working. All, was, and it's still working. It's still working. <laughs> still working. Must have put it with the rice in the hot water cupboard. Oh, eh? yeah, yeah. That's that how old, you get it going. <laughs> that old chest. Uh, look, like, I, I didn't expect him to come on anyway. He was, uh, it was a big ass on the Monday. Mad Monday. Boys would have been going hard on the Sunday. And uh, I really appreciate him saying yes. But that's TJ for you. Yes, man. He never, ever say no. He's always there for people. And he's a, he'll make up for it, no doubt. But anyway, yesterday, I went to pick up my son, Arlo, at, the, at his school. And, well, Luke Romano's son's just started there. So I seen the big man walking in. And his size 15 scuffs. Big hoodie, his Crusaders track pants that he wears every day. <laughs> and I was like, sweet, there he is. So I walked up and I said, Lukey, how are you? And he's like, oh, but slow, Daggy, but slow. You know, had the, had the mad, mad Monday, is, or mad Tuesday, the mad Monday had, had for the Crus- uh, Canterbury team. I said, oh, well, I'm going to ring you at 8 o'clock. You're going to join the show and you're going to talk about retirement and what you've been up to. And he's going, okay. <laughs> so he's picking up his son, and we're going to talk to Luke Romano after 8 o'clock. And, nice uh, he's retired from rugby. He's obviously got a big farm, and, and he's a he's a avid hunter, and he uh, wants to do hunting tours around New Zealand and entice American hunters to come over. So uh, we're going to talk to him, talk to him about his journey through rugby. 14 years straight, mate, you think? Played over 100 games for the Crusaders, a ton of tests, played for Auckland, played a hell of a lot of rugby for Canterbury. Still going, but uh, he just wants a bit of a change, something to spice up his life. So Luke Romano will join us after 8 o'clock, and uh, looking forward to having a chat to him. And yesterday, Kempi, we spoke about Movember. We spoke about Movember 
and the challenge that we need to put to the drive machine. Double eight, double three. What would you like the challenge to be for the drive team? You've got Kirsty Beave, and you got the crew, and they are. Uh, well, we just want to be. I don't. I've been having to think about this, Kempi. Mm. Are we? Are we physical in this? Mental? Are we doing something really out of the comfort zone? What are we thinking? Double eight, double three. Let us know on the Temper Bedpost text machine what your thoughts are. Some some ideas we could throw. To the drive machine, but Kempi, have you thought about this? What what should we do? What would you love to see Beaver Kirsty do? Oh uh, yeah, I look, I have thought about it, and I'm you know I'm sort of thinking holistically because we've got the guys in the kitchen, obviously cursed. We've got you know some wahine here as well, so we don't want to make it like too difficult. And what we don't want to do too is make it ridiculous where you, you go, you know, I want you to run ten k's in in five minutes, and then they come back and say, <laughs> well, we want you to do it in three minutes, you know, and I mean, start doing it like that, so. Mate, I've got one. I've got I've got one for the start of the week. I think it's a pretty good one. It's we can do it in the studio. We can you know get some film up for for our instas and 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 all that sort of stuff. And I reckon the boys will feel really good after it. You know, not really not really tough. It's always in our break. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I've got one, and I, I like the way you're thinking. I think you can do some mental challenges too. Hundred mm. um, percent. But movements are real. I think movement. That movement one, which which gets you going in the morning, uh, is a real good start for us, and be be good to hear them coming back in the afternoon, mate. You know what I mean? Be hear hear them coming back in the afternoon, watching them do the challenge, because you know we've got the first one. You know we've got the first one. We're off the we're off the camp rank first, and then uh, yeah, yeah. we'll see what they can come up after that. So yeah, if you have yeah. got if you have got something out there, come in at double eight double three and and tell us what you think we should be uh, getting Beaver and Kirsty. Active. How do we get them active? Well, Kirst, what do we do? Kirst is a very competitive kid. I travelled to Japan with I her know. for the World Cup a couple of while back. And, um, mate, we went out and we were doing training. I've been training for a while too, so I was reasonably fit. But, man, she was just a little pocket rocket, eh? She was just off that ground doing burpees, down and up. Come on, Daggy, get up. And there's nothing worse <laughs> when, you've got a, when you've got a training partner that's a training coach. Yeah. And Kirsty Stanway is that training coach. <laughs> <laughs> She's like in your ear telling you, and I was just like, can you please just shut up and just <laughs> trying to tell me, come on, Daggy, come on, Daggy, keep going, Daggy. I'm like, oh, I don't need you. I'm already telling myself to move, and you're trying to tell me, like, shut up. <laughs> so she'd be very competitive. Beaver's still in good nick. He's quite fit. He trains reasonably hard, so any running exercise will be pointless for him because he'll nail it. So for the Beaver, look, I did it. I did a bit of a TV show with Beef. Mm. And I really got to know him quite well. And there's something he just doesn't quite have. What's that? Coordination. <laughs> that. And a bit of balance. He's got a horrible balance. Horrible balance, Kimpy. Like, it is bad. Like, so, I'm thinking... Like a little rollerblading challenge or, or an ice skating challenge or something like that, just to really get him out of his comfort zone. Maybe an hours long <laughs> ice skating on the ice, ice skating rink <laughs> on the ice. <laughs> I think it'll be the funniest thing ever and something that would just go down an absolute treat. What are you thinking? Get Beaver on the ice. Get him out there on the ice challenge. Not not not, not the ice bath, Mark. What do you reckon? Get him on the 
Get them on the ice. Get them in some skates. Roll, get them skating. <laughs> you knee will pads. absolutely piss yourself. <laughs> it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I just think it'll be quite funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're looking, not worried too much about the movement. We just want to laugh. So it'll be good. I reckon get them on it. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get him on the we'll get him on the ice challenge and for for Kirst, oh, we'll we'll think up something. Get him doing I, some I Californians really well, so. on ice on ice skates. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get her doing karaoke karaoke for an hour. That beautiful dulcet tone of hers. Anyway, oh, yeah. uh, message from Mark Morena lads move in challenge. Fifteen minutes in an ice bath. Ooh. Fifteen minutes. Come on, Mark. Oh, we want them to stay yeah. in there. <laughs> Hour. <laughs> you should have said a minute. <laughs> 15 minutes. Give them an hour. Give them 30 minutes, eh? Say oh, 30 minutes of their life. Anyway, uh, double eight, double three. Keep those challenges coming through. We'll get through them uh, shortly. But right now, it's time for our can't wait question of the day. Can't wait question of the day. This is an interesting one, Kempe, and I love to get where you sit on this. We'll, we'll come back and get your answer. But there's a bit of a dilemma this weekend, people. There's a bit of dilemma this weekend. The Black Ferns, our wahine, the Black Ferns, our wahine, are playing their quarterfinal against Wales this weekend. The treasured home World Cup on our own backyard. They are playing Wales this weekend for their quarterfinal to earn a spot in the semi-final. But no, there's a clash. There's a clash with our very own men's All Blacks team over in Tokyo. The same time they will be playing a test match against Japan in Tokyo. Could it have been avoided? Could it be missed? I say so. This is the biggest dilemma the hit planet Earth at the moment. The All Blacks and the Black Ferns are going to clash. So our can't-wait question of the day is, what are you watching this weekend? The Black Ferns or the All Blacks? Double eight, double three, or even better, give us a call, 0800 150. We would love to hear from you. We'll shoot off, and we'll come back because Kempe's fired up. Back shortly. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Welcome back. Morning, boys. Did you listen to Beef yesterday? He was laughing at your goal. Special 16 at the program. Well, I just heard it, Mark. I just heard it played right then and there. I've just flicked him a message. I said, that could be a challenge. Is he taking on Beaver on the golf course? Man, how does he I go? will rip him. I will rip him to shreds, honestly. I'm so gutted how that went. But I will smash him. Smoke him. He wouldn't even have a chance, honestly. Beaver... I've seen your kicking style. If it's anything like that, your golf game's horrible. <laughs> anyway, let's rip straight into it. <laughs> let's just come to our can't wait question of the day. Com- Who are you watching? Competitiveness, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Here we go. Who are you watching this weekend? The Black Ferns or the All Blacks? For you, Kempe, bit of a dilemma here. Uh, not, not for take me. Take Spark Sport and take Sky Sport out of it and the competition, the competitive nature there. Take that away. But for you, like. I'm watching the Black Ferns. Been awarded. I'm watching the Black Ferns. I look. I seriously give yourself an uppercut for putting these two games on at the same time when you've known for over a year that it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't believe that they've done this to the Black Ferns in New Zealand and made people decide which game they've got to watch. So 
out of out of um, just common sense, I'm going to watch the Black Ferns because they're down here in New Zealand trying to win a World Cup for the country. Yeah. All yeah. right. So they've got my they've got my backing. Um, I'm watching the, the ladies. I think. And I honestly, I think the effort they've put in. I looked at some socials last night. That game up in Whangarei, the crowd, mm. like it has actually captured. It has actually captured the imagination of this nation, and the support has started to come out. And you could, uh, you could just imagine if they get through to the final, the grand final, the World yep. Cup final, mate. You won't be able to get a ticket. Oh, mate. Honestly, I'm I'm with you, Kimpy. I'm with you. I'm obviously going to be away, so I won't be watching it. But if I had an opportunity to, to pick, I'd pick the Black Ferns. I've absolutely been captivated, like you said, with this team. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I follow their socials. I follow uh, a couple of the players. And they've really inspired and and just brought a whole nation together. And, look, I hate the situation we're at because we're constantly fighting a battle where we're trying to find New Zealand rugby and see whether they – genuinely care about it. And if this could have been avoided, I'd love to hear a message from uh, Mark Robinson and seeing what his take it on this situation because apparently this has been on the cards for a year. They knew the quarterfinal, what date it was in the time, and they've still gone ahead and booked this. And they only booked the Japan game late. So we need to hear from both of them. I'm Black Ferns all day. And Tim from Christchurch, he's going to come on and have a chat to us. Morning, Tim. How are we going, Liz? Morning, Tim. Good, my friend. What are you watching? Which one? Look, I, I'm actually going to watch both, and that's, uh, you know, like, um, Sky Sports have got the screen and screen thing now, but it's a wee bit niggly. Um, but the beauty of it being on the two different platforms, Spark and Sky, is that, you know, you can set two TVs up or set a laptop up or whatever and have, uh, have both screens going. Oh, what, one eye on one? Like, that's impossible. <laughs> you're, you're a bloke, mate. You can't multitask. <laughs> no, look, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm with Kenzie. I'll, I'll be uh, concentrating on the Black Ferns more. It means more. It's World Cup, you know. But uh, the only, like, the time difference to Japan is enough that it, the only reason that they've scheduled it at this time is for is to have it on for a good Kiwi time, which just means that, you know, the New Zealand Rugby Union, again, a big swing and a miss, you know? Yeah, you look at the NRL grand final, they don't care about timing. They put it on at midnight for us to watch it. So, look, I think I think they've missed the boat here. And talk about multitasking. Do you see the boys try and order a breakfast order on Monday morning? We couldn't even order a breakfast order, let alone keep two eyes <laughs> on different screens. <laughs> oh. I appreciate your call, Tim, mate. Thanks very much for calling and uh, being an absolute champion. We'll talk to you in about 10 minutes because you'll be back for Quizzy Dag, no doubt. Got a few messages coming through on the Temper Bed Post text between double eight double three. Are the Black Ferns live on TV3 on Saturday? Giving up trying to watch it on Spark, A, Marshy and HB. I think it is live, uh, Marshy. I think it is live on TV3. So if you don't have the Spark Sport app, you can probably watch it live on 3. Or if not, it'll be delayed for sure. And here's another one from Ryan. All Blacks live on Sky. Black Ferns delayed on three. First half All Blacks and second half All Blacks flick between first half of the Black Ferns and watch second half of the Black Ferns. <laughs> so he is multitasking. <laughs> Ryan, you can't do that. You're either one or the other, mate. Come on, let's be honest. And here's one from Paul. 
You want to read that one out, Kempe? Yeah, Black Ferns don't have Spark Sports, so no chance to watch a replay while All Blacks uh, will be replayed 300 times. And also, they're less boring to watch. It's not standing around for 10 minutes every time a scrum is formed or has the whole forward pack standing in the back line. And the girls don't kick, kick, kick. Far more interesting to watch. Paul from Porongia. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Yeah. I tell you what, I tell you, I tell you what, you're dead right. They, I, that's one of the things I do love about the Black Ferns is Wayne Smith has brought that running game in. But I, I dare say come finals time there's going to be a little bit more kicking because they're going to have to kick yeah. for position if there are any chance yeah. of beating the French in the Poms. Yeah, they do play a nice, exciting brand of rugby. But yeah, I'm with you, Kempe. They need a kick because sometimes they can't run it from their own 22. But they seem to work at the moment, so why not change it? Anyway, we're going to shoot off. We'll come back with headlines with Joe. Ooh, yes, Joey boy. See what Joey's got. Anyway, he's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Morning, you're listening to SCNZ. Joe here filling in for Louis, who's a bit under the weather. Boys, you were talking about multitasking. Plenty of multitasking going on this morning with uh, lots of Champions League football going on. Chelsea versus RB Salzburg, 1-0 at halftime. Uh, Sevilla and Copenhagen are currently tied as well. Probably in the match of the morning is at 8am. Man City versus Dortmund, looking forward to that one. Uh, and also, Kimby, you'll be looking forward to the Rugby League this morning. Papua New Guinea, Cook Islands. Good games. Uh, I think Papua New Guinea will just get uh, the Cook Islands. I think, yeah, they're unlucky against Tonga. And uh, it is one of the matches of the round. Yep. And, uh, boys, uh, obviously Australia did well last night in the crickets. Looking at domestic crickets, um, the Plunkett Shield is underway. And Auckland were knocked off just for uh, 75. Doug Bracewell turned back the clock and got five wickets. Yeah. So you boys would love to see that. A Dougie. Yep, good Hawks Bay champion old Dougie. So great to see him back amongst the fold. Yeah, he rolled them. He rolled them, destroys Auckland 75 all out. How good. Love to see Ever. it. Can't wait to move from Auckland because we're sucking right now at everything. Uh, at Bunny's Trade, we're here to make your job easier because helping business is our trade. That's your sports cut, updates, boys. Cut that out. Take that back. Take <laughs> that I, back kind of, I don't know, boys. I kind of want to go to Christchurch jail. All my <laughs> friends are moving down there. That's where they win everything. Come know. on, Neeps. You want to come closer to me, mate? You want to come closer to Uncle Izzy? I do. Whoa, yeah. I'll cook you a nice fine meal, my son. <laughs> hey? Yes, please. <laughs> Hey, talk to us anyway, Joe. When's this marathon coming up? Uh, Sunday, yeah, doing the half marathon. Yeah, boy. Wow. Uh, Sunday. Are you are you ready? Are you feeling good? Confident? Talk us talk us through it, mate. I'm feeling good, boys. Is it 24 or 28 21. 21. 21. So not that long, Kimby, but uh, look, it's been a long road to get here. Uh, in about 12 weeks, or maybe, maybe, no, 10 weeks, I've gone from running 2Ks to 21. Uh, which is, wow. Yeah, being real tough on my body. Like, I've had to change my diet and everything. Um, yeah, it's not something you can just, like, do, you know? Did you even eat? No, I'm just not eating now. Because, <laughs> you know, well, I've found no food's better than bad foods. Because <laughs> bad food makes me sick, you know? No, makes me... you got to get Yeah, in, you, yeah, you can't run on bad food. Good fuels, bud. But, hey, mate, well done. Like, this... 
when you started this to now, you must be so happy and, and just amazed with how you've gone on this journey and to get from there to now. Like you haven't raced, you haven't finished the job, but you, you've what's the most you've read? Eighteen k. Yeah, eighteen k. Yeah, I'm. I feel a lot like happier and healthier. I think you kind of forget how important fitness is, especially when you start working full time. You know, and I, I'm kind of the age where I've been out of high school for a while and. I haven't really been playing like competitive sports. I haven't even been playing socially. And I kind of just forgot the feeling of like, well, even camaraderie. I mean, I've gone back after uh, running so much. I decided that I wanted to get into social football as well and hang out with my mates more. And it's really like, it has been life changing. Physical mental thing, eh? Yeah. Physical mental thing, is he? I'll give you one, I'll give you one tip, Joe. All right. Awesome. When you get there, when you get there on Sunday, it's Sunday, eh? Yeah. Sunday. Take some deep breaths, mate. Don't get sucked in by the people in their flash shoes and the shining lights. Yeah. Because you'll go too hard early. I know. You'll go yeah. too hard yeah, early. Just, just, just stick see, to your training, bro. Just stick to your training and go at Joe's you're not gonna. You're not there to win it. You're not there to win it. You're not there to win a gold medal. You're there to complete it and you're there to complete this journey. And the satisfaction you'll get from running across that, that finish line, mate, I've never felt it, so I can't even we want a photo. talk about it. But... You know, like you'll be amazed because you've achieved something that you've set your mind to, and it's uh, there's no better feeling. So, mate, keep it up. We'll right behind you. We'll get a reaction from you Monday, or you might you might deserve a Monday off. Yeah. Uh, well, it can be. Is he your away? So unfortunately, uh, Louis actually having oh, to uh, right. to fill in. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Louis said he's not he's not organising oh, the show. I on see Sunday. what he's done today. He's like, oh, I don't usually work long weeks, so I've got a full week. Next I'll take week, so I better one. take the day off. Of course. Okay. That's we right. got you, Louis. We caught you. Hey, hey, Joe. Just quickly, has your body shape changed? Are you, like, like, is your body getting defined? No, nah, it's you not getting a lot defined. Of but, but I would say my breathing's getting better. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about dying at night. I'm not snoring as much. So <laughs> that, that's impressive. Uh, but yeah, there are plenty of people. I think there's estimated fifteen thousand people who are going to run this weekend. Oh. So yeah, if uh, if if you're going to be running, uh, text us at double eight double three and uh, we uh, organize somewhere to meet because I I need a yeah. running partner. I think. Yeah, good yeah, work, beautiful. Joe. Nice, Joe. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. There you go. Mate, double eight double body, three. Because his body's changing, is he? He's getting. Yeah. He's even breaking out the white t-shirts. It started to happen. Started so to happen. I snore. I snore real bad, Kimpy. Apparently, <laughs> and my my wife's like, "Well, lose some weight and stop snoring." And I'm like, oh, "Excuse me, darling. I don't know. Come I don't on. have you that. I don't have that me. problem. I don't have that problem. No, you don't, lie. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm talking to a fellow snorer here, so maybe I need to get running or, or you know, well, you start can't run on those nostril. knees. I'm telling you, your knees know, are like man. your knees are ten years younger than mine, mate. There's no way in the world you're running on them. It's bad, eh? It's bad. I need to do something anyway. I've, yeah, get a, get a set, uh, I've been get training. I've been training, but get I just get a set of earmuffs. It's I easier. Just... <laughs> yeah, put some earplugs in. Anyway, can't wait. Question of the day was. Who are you watching this weekend? There's a bit of a dilemma at the moment because the Black Ferns are playing at the same time as the All Blacks. We had Tim coming on say he's got a multitask. You got no chance. You can either watch one on uh, on our on our airways, and it's something that could have been avoided. And yesterday, Scotty Sumo had a little something to say on his social media, which just really painted the picture of what's going on in New Zealand rugby. This is something that could have been avoided, or the way that the world has gone and how important Japan are to New Zealand rugby, did we just give in? Did we just give in and, and give in to the money, to the to the yen? You know, you got to think of some situations here that Japan, they are a powerhouse in world rugby at the moment, 
and uh, they are just holding all the cards. You look at there; they've got three Super Rugby teams going over there, Kempi. Three Australian mm. Super Rugby teams have been hosted by clubs for a week, all expensive paid, food, flights, accommodation, everything is being paid by these Japanese clubs. They are building an absolute, absolute fortress over there at the moment in world rugby, and I wouldn't be surprised seeing them be a powerhouse one day soon. Mm. So, uh, yep, keep those messages coming through. We're going to shoot off. And remember, it's Quizzy Dag. Quizzy Dag. Right now, 0800-150-811 to take on the Quizmaster. The Ismaster, Kempi. He's got a few clues for you. No, He's thought tough. about it. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> He's thought about it. If you need a phone, a friend, Kempi's your man. 0800-150-811. Take on the Quizmaster. Back soon. This is how you do it. Quizzy Dad come play it. This is how we do it. Quizzy Dad come play it. Quizzes on the line. Just one at a time. Don't Google a lie. Phone a friend, you'll be fine. Just listen for the signs. TAB with the prize. 50 bucks if you wise. If you're wrong and then we'll say goodbye. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Quizzy that come play it. Quizzy that come play it. 0800 150 811. Now give us a call. That's right. Give us a call, and you have called 0800-150-811. Here we go, Zady boy. Morning, Zaid. Good morning, Izzy. How you doing, bud? Long time no here. Yeah. You, you well? Yeah, all good. Always try and call, but don't always get through, so, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, brother. The phone lines run hot, but we've got you bang smack from the top, so good luck, brother. Here we go. Thank you. Who has been named as Leicester Fyinganuku's replacement in the All Black squad? I believe it's Mark Talia. Mark Talia is correct. Question number two. What is the name of Wellington Lions coach who has exited his job after winning the NPC and Ramfilly Shield this year? Oh, can I have a clue? Yep, Taranaki's best brother of Taranaki's best ever fullback. Um, is it uh, Holland or something? No, not you're thinking of Jason Holland. No, it's not Jason Holland. Sorry, my friend. Have a good day, Zade. Appreciate your call, Simon from Auckland. Morning, Simon. Hey, Dad. Dad's bought me morning. a coffee. Chin, chin. Uh, hey, Simon. How are you? Good, mate. Good as <laughs> Yeah, beautiful, mate. Good luck. Good luck for this one. What is the name of Wellington Lions coach who has exited his job after winning the NPC and Ranfilly Shield this year? Uh, Leo Crowley. Leo Crowley is correct. Question. Uh, look, Kempe, you're in the driver's seat. Have you got the bell ready? Hang on, hang on. Here we go. Yep. No, not that one. It's not working, boys. It's not working. Kippy, don't touch. You might hang up. You might hang up on him. Don't touch anything there. Okay, sorry. Here, Simon. Question number three. The Tour of Southland is set to kick off this weekend. The race begins and ends at which park in Invercargill? Park. Um, is it Rugby Park? 
Oh, Rugby Park is incorrect. Sorry, Simon. Have a good weekend, mate. Oh, have a good day, sorry. Anton. <laughs> Anton, how you doing? Oh, morning, boys. Morning, morning Anton. No, morning. How you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, pretty good. It's not raining up here, so... Nice. It's good, yeah. Nice. Well, let's, let's make your morning even better. Here we go. Tour of Southland is set to kick off this weekend. The race begins and ends at which park in Invercargill? Oh, I know the park. Uh, bloody Queen's Park. Right in... Queen's is Park is correct. Ding, well ding. done. Well done. Here, question number four. How many teams will compete at next year's Women's FIFA World Cup? Oh, we are in it. So even number. It's an even number. Even number. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, twenty-four. Ooh. Twenty-four is incorrect. Sorry, Anton. <clears throat> Have a good day, brother. Cam, gonna go to Cam. Morning, Cam. Morning, fellas. How are we? Good, thank Good you. Point, How yeah. many teams will compete at next year's Women's FIFA World Cup? Uh, get up. Yeah, well, the last one was 24. you got to keep going up higher than that. It's an even number. Uh, uh, 32. <laughs> <laughs> so you went from 24 right? to 32. How would you go to 32? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Eight, eight pulls a four. <laughs> <laughs> eight pulls a four. He's clever. He knows. There we go. Qu- question number five. Islam Makachev beat Charles Oliveira for the UFC lightweight title in the weekend. Where is Makachev from? Oh, Russia. Ooh, ding, 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 ding. Ooh. Do it. Yeah, we'll give you that. Russia is correct. Well done. Did you start Russia? (laughs) Cammy boy coming over the top. Well done, Cam. You nailed it, mate. Thanks, fellas. That's 50 old pango. Oh, no. That's 50 (laughs) old pango, brother. I'm super super excited. Uh, We'll find out today who's riding. I'm hoping J-Mac. He's got three options in the same race. And if he gets on, get on. By the way, I'm on. Yeah, good. Cam, you got anything else we can punt? Uh, ooh, a few races on this weekend, but I reckon multi up the white, um, white ferns and uh, yep. link it up with Pungle. Oh, okay. There he is. What about the what about the Golden Eagle? Who you got for that? Golden Eagle. I wish I win. Or the big Tim. Train of Lightning. Yeah. Yeah, Chain of Lightning, I'm thinking, eh? Mr. Mozart, maybe, but plenty. Big horses. Big race, man. And there's a big weekend of racing. Hey, we appreciate you calling, Cam. Absolute champion, brother. Keep those tips coming through. You're the one that sends all the tips through on the text machine, aren't you? No, no, that's my mate, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Well, tell them to keep sending them, mate. We really appreciate them. Thanks very much. Have a good day, brother. Awesome. Cheers, fellas. 
There he is. That is Cam coming away with the win. He's got 50. He's going to put it on Pango. Oh, man, I'm so nervous. I just <laughs> love it. I love this great game. That racing is. Yeah, we're going to shoot off. We'll come back and we'll wrap up, wrap up the hour. Yes, welcome back. Izzy and Kemping, you, bringing you all things sport to 9 o'clock. Louis Herman, well, he's a little bit crook today. He'll be back on the deck tomorrow morning. A couple of messages coming through. What are you going to watch the Black Ferns and the All Blacks are clashing on Saturday evening, afternoon, and uh, it's a bit of a dilemma. But Michael Holdsworth, he's got a pretty good plan here. He's going to record the All Blacks on my sky, my sky while watching the Black Ferns live and then go back and watch the uh, All Blacks uh, on a delayed coverage on his my sky box. So there he is, Michael Holdsworth. He's not trying to be too clever and a multitasker. He's going to do... Uh, well, he's going to do the right thing. Kempi, question for you, because coming up we're going to talk some league after 7 o'clock with Missy Talapapa. He's obviously a former player for the Warriors. He's up in the UK playing under League One competition, and uh, we're going to talk to him about the Rugby League World Cup, mate. And there's a question there from Pat. We'll get to that after 7 o'clock and get your answer. It's a great question regarding the Kiwis. Some selections. Ooh, Missy Talapapa coming up. And we've got a giveaway as well. A giveaway. One-time triple pass for Saturday's quarterfinal. We'll get that out off after 7 o'clock. The details coming up. But before then, we'll hear from Aroha for the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Get 20% off the Brood range only at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Yes, that's right, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast Wednesday, the 26th of October, and it's just Kempe, myself, Joe, Neeps, and Aroha bringing you all things sport and updates from what's going on here and abroad from the lovely Aroha. Appreciate it. It's just after 7 o'clock. I'm going to read it. We've got a giveaway. Everyone loves a freebie. I sure do. How good is it? Who has been your favourite player to watch at the Rugby World Cup so far? Text double eight double three or 0800 811 and you could win one times triple pass for Saturday's quarterfinal games at Whangarei. Both games which features France v Italy. New Zealand taking on Wales again in that quarterfinal. All thanks to our good friends at the Chemist Warehouse. And join 
the SCNZ Breakfast Team, who are broadcasting live from Whangarei Chemist Warehouse this Friday. Come down, 6 a.m., right opposite Seminoff Stadium. Double eight, double three. Who has been your favourite player to watch at the Rugby World Cup so far? And you could win a, a triple pass for Saturday's quarter-final games. Keep those messages coming through. Appreciate it. But right now, we're going to talk some Lee Kempe. Yes, that's right. Is he nothing better than watching some footy on the weekday mornings here at SENZ? And we've had our boots for, haven't we, of the Rugby League World Cup right up until now. One team that got off to a slow start, though, was Samoa. Um, but they've managed to turn things around, haven't they? Battering, battering Greece on Monday morning, putting 70 points past them. A good mate, a former Samoan international, who's up in the UK, Missy Tolapapa, played around the Warriors with when I was coaching. We'll be smiling ear after witnessing that performance. Still going, mate, at the ripe old age of 40, and uh, playing for the old club that I ran around with, Doncaster, just handing out the old hits, big hits like old Warrior Boys do. He's on the line with us now. Missy, mate, good morning. Nice to uh, talk to you from here, from here down in New Zealand. Mate, how are you? Yeah, good, man. Good morning. Oh, how are you guys? Yeah, good, good. Good. good mate, still going strong. How's the body feeling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad, to be honest. Uh, they look after me pretty well. Uh I look after myself, to be honest. So, no, I'm just enjoying it as well. Mate, talk to us. 40 years of age. It's Izzy here, mate. Appreciate you coming on. I had to retire at 30. My body wasn't as as good as your body. So what, how, have you had, how have you been able to have such longevity in the game? Oh, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, I'm, I probably didn't play up to that level you were, Izzy, uh, mate. But, uh, you know, I just probably Don't look lie. after myself. I think genetics kind of. I think it's a kind of a genetic yeah. thing. But, um, yeah, I just, um, I still ask myself now, but I tend to, I do look after myself a lot better now than I did uh, probably 10 years ago. Um, it, the body does uh, catch up to you. But um, I'm playing at a league where it's not too bad, still semi-pro, and you know, we mm. get the uh, old look after him. But, you know, it's not as uh, we train about two nights a week. So yep. we get time to just uh, train to ourselves. So that's that time I, I put in the effort just to look after the body and try to get through each week. Mate, played for the Warriors, right. went over and uh, you know ran around with the Cronulla Sharks before heading up to the UK. What's the difference, Missy, between the, the, the competitions? What, what, what have you enjoyed about uh, being up in the UK as opposed to playing in the NRL? Uh, yeah, UK, well, you know, it's, um, it's catching up to... Um, Australia and New Zealand league um, mostly uh, you know you can't beat the speed in, uh, of uh, the NRL that, that'll be the truth um, and just the, the amount of players that you have um, at that ability where you know they're pretty extreme um, whereas in England it's a bit, uh, a bit slower but physical but uh, the game is getting faster with um, just a lot of players that we attract you now from Australia and New Zealand but uh, I've enjoyed it ever since I've been here. Um, you know, I've, I've loved the, the game over here, and it is growing, uh, getting stronger and better. Uh, good talent coming around. Mate, what about this World Cup, mate, on your backyard? Have you been enjoying uh, watching some, some international rugby? You know, do you, We know you played for the 2008 Samoa World Cup team, so you've experienced the World Cup, mate. Have you, have you enjoyed watching it, and you think your Samoan brothers can... Can continue on some form. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah, it has been. It's been amazing uh, just to see 
even uh, the other nations like PNG, Tonga, um, Cook Islands. It's been amazing just to see them and watch them up front. Um, and to be honest, I, I can't believe how um, you know the skill and that. Uh, I mean, last week we watched Tonga and PNG, probably the best uh, game of the tournament. Um, so there's still a lot to bring. I mean, Samoa started off slow, um, but we had to take into eight boys coming back from a grand final. Um, pretty jet lagged. Um, so they had half of the team up here just training. You know, <laughs> probably the whole back line was probably missing. But, um, you know, probably their first game, they didn't play well. England played well, really good. But, um, you know, they did probably didn't play to their best potential. But, you know, the second game they came in last, uh, yesterday, uh, you know, just shows you know, what they're capable of. Um, but hopefully, yeah, coming up to this week's game, next, next game, you know, they get a better, better performance and pick it up. Mate, just, just quite, like you, you think of the influence that the Polynesian players have on the game of rugby and rugby league. It is huge, mate. Can you, can you just tell us about the life in the islands when you're growing up, what it's like? Like, are you given a rugby ball when you're, like, still in the cot? Or, or you know, like, cause you guys are just absolute freaks when it comes to, you know, physiques and the way you go about your mahi on the, on the, on the rugby field? Yeah, I just, I, yeah, as you say, you, you're born with it. I think family, it's, it's you know, and your blood and, installed into you, I think, you know, as, as Kiwis as well. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, like, I, I didn't start rugby until a late age, about nine, but, you know, I was always kicking a ball since I was five. Um, you know, I, I lived on a dead-end street, so, you know, my neighbours were seeing me, like, um, you know, till late, till the... So the lights came on. I was still kicking the ball out there by myself, um, and you still see that with kids now. You know, it's just um, you know over here is a bit different it's football, but you know, um, I think with with rugby, you know, and, and Polynesians, it's, it's it's never changed. You know, that I think when you look at so many players coming through now, Polynesian players, um, you know, the young fellows coming through, they just look at them like uh, inspired by them. So. Yeah, it's, it's been awesome to see like a lot of the um, Pacific Island nations coming in. They, they're doing really well at the moment. So, you know, I'm just hoping that um, you know there'll be some upsets during the tournament. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it good to watch, Missy? You know, like you've got the Tongans, the Samoans, the Papua New Guineas, the Fijians, the Cook Islands playing in this next game this morning. Um, the, the, the explosion of Polynesians onto the international game has been outstanding. On the other hand, have you got to see the Kiwis, the Australians, and the and the English? And and what do you think of the English? Do they have a dead set chance up there on home soil? Um, I mean, that's one of the advantages they've got. Eh? Uh, they have got a great team. I mean, I think they've um, they've got a good coach, um, and yeah, they've got. I mean, I've watched them play. You know, it's it's just a shame. Like through the, if you look at the table and that, like New Zealand and Australia have to play each other probably to get to the final. Um, but I mean, it just makes it hard. I mean, I think England have got a good chance, um, but it's a lot of pressure on them as well. Um, New Zealand are looking amazing. Um, they just, you know, I watched a few of the boys, and I mean, even their warm up game they had against Leeds. Um, and if we look at their Leeds team, they, you know, every every player's played probably in a high level, um, and probably seen a score then. It was 70, I think it was 60 nil. Um, but yeah, the Kings look really good um, to me. Kind of my favourites uh, looking at it. Um, it just depends on um, Tonga. 
probably if Samoa get through to their, it would be a Tongan Samoa clash. <laughs> that would be a massive one. Yeah, oh, it will be. They got. It looks like they're going to be meeting each other in the semis, mate. On and Desert, you'll be there. Hey, mate. Just before you let you go, who you got? Who do you think wins the World Cup? I'm um, going to go for Kiwis. Good man. Good Ooh. man. Yeah. Good boy, Messi. Yeah, hey, we're hoping, mate. We're hoping. We'll hopefully talk to you in about five years' time, mate, when you're picking up the trophy up in uh, Super League for Doncaster <laughs> the right old age of 45. Hey, You'd be still going at 50, eh? You'd be still going at 50 or what? No, no, I'll leave it to my, my kids coming through. So, yeah, and, uh, I'm just enjoying that as I can, and, you know, till the wheels fall off, they say. Yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, hey, Hey, Miss, thanks for joining us this morning on Breakfast with Izzy oh, and Kempe. Thanks for having me, guys. And, uh, mate, go well. Go and enjoy uh, watching the Rugby World Cup. Or is it uh, Rugby League World Cup? Wishes up there with you. Nice to talk, bud. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. There you go. Mr. Papa. Hey, good kid. You know, played well for the Warriors when he was down here before heading over and, and uh, running around with the Sharks, Izzy. And, mate, at 40 years of age, still plying his trade up there with uh, my old club, Doncaster. And uh, Hawley mm. Boy, who's, who's just, you know... He's over the moon that Missy's still running around. He he reckons he does so many good things off the field as well for the club. So uh, nice to talk to him this morning. Yeah, phenomenal, mate. Missy Talapapa, honestly, still going at 40 years of age, not slowing down. Mate, those those poly boys, hey, they've just got genetics. Like They've got tree trunks on their quads and shoulders that you never want to run into. Like He's yeah, just a fantastic example of longevity in the game, and uh, we appreciate him coming on our show for sure, Kempe. Just a quick message from Pat. Kempe, concerned that both Jared Hargraves Hargraves, and Dylan Brown aren't getting game time. Joseph Manu must be fullback to play his natural game and can't afford to miss our kicks as kangaroos are looking solid. That is from Pat and Christchurch. Great question for you, Kempe. Yeah, look, Pat, I do too. I'm a little bit worried. I, uh, I've, been, I've been saying that it's not just Dylan Brown. I think that without Jerome Hughes having played a game yet and getting a couple... Well, you know, hopefully through the quarterfinals because they've got one more uh, round game against Ireland and then it looks like they'll probably pick up Fiji in the quarterfinals before Aussie in the semis, whether or not that's enough to get this uh, the side rolling around the, the field like Australian are at the moment who have just, you know, we said that right before um, the, the competition started that it was probably the combinations that were going to let Australian down and how wrong have we been because they look so slick. So, yep, it's a little bit of a worry. Does Jared, you know, that's the, the big question. I've, I've spoken to you about this, Izzy, is like, where does Jared play? Like, oh, seriously, no. <laughs> like, where do you put him? Like, he's had three, four weeks off, five weeks off because um, of suspension and missing the semis. And then you go, well, do you give him a game before you put him well, against Aussie? Who do you, who do you who take out? Who misses out? Yeah, yeah, like, for you, who who misses out? If he's going to get, oh, I wouldn't play him, to be honest, I think. The boys, you've got to build continuity and cohesion. And that's why I'm just getting a little bit worried about the spine because Jerome um, Hughes hasn't played for a very long time. But Frank Endicott, he touched on it. I know other guests have come on. Like, he's, he'll fit in seamlessly. He's an ultimate professional. He's a competitor. He's been in that Melbourne storm outfit. So his preparation outside of the paddock, outside of off the field, will be top class. But just still that, that combination when you have – it's untried – you know, him and Cam Munster, there'll be, be a seamless fit. But mm. him and Dylan Brown, you know, it's still quite new and fresh. 
we're getting close to those quarterfinals, and and you you want to have your top team, even with the Black Ferns, like they've changed so many times, but it hasn't really faltered them. I'm hoping, like, these next two weeks are hugely important going into the England game. You need cohesion and continuity with combinations to give you that confidence. And uh, a little bit apprehensive, Kempi. Yeah, and you're dead right. Like, if we don't get that uh, in the next two weeks, and I know that probably Jerome could have played last week. He's definitely has to play against Ireland because they need him out there just to see how he's travelling. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully that, that fit there smooths out or, or irons out all the other little cracks that are showing at the moment. I still think, you know, and I know Frankie said that he'd rather have Bromwich in the front row. I still think you have to start with the premiership winning front rowers. You know, that's that's my way of thinking. I think the Australians will be packing themselves knowing that it's Fisher Harris and Leota coming at them 100 miles an hour for that first 20 minutes. The test match will be won in the first 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so if they can lay a decent platform, then Hopefully they've got plenty of middle blokes that can come off and run it. But you're dead right. Jerome Hughes, Dylan Brown, that's the key. If they don't get that one right, Manu and Manu and um, our mate Brendan Smith at, at hooker, I think they're going to struggle. Yeah, they'll take too much on their own shoulders, eh, knowing that the playmakers are out. You lose sight of what your role is and just nailing your role, but take too much on. And, and Pat touched on it. I was a little bit concerned about their high ball uh, against uh, Jamaica. Yes, they played a... Uh, underwhelming Jamaican side but still when the ball goes up you've got to catch everything and if they don't Australia will punish them or any team will you can't give Australia back-to-back sets um, beautiful great to talk to Missy Talapapa if you've just joined us head over to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on our SCNZ app and you can have a listen to that and all our guests we've had on the show throughout you can go take a listen a couple of text messages we'll get to shortly but right now we're going to shoot off and come back with Kempi's off the back fence, no doubt he will be firing today because, well, it wouldn't be a show without Kempi firing. We love it. Appreciate it. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Back soon. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Gina Reinhardt's millions could not save Nepal Australia from its financial predicament. But leaving the ghosts of the past unspoken and swept under the carpet was simply untenable. The naming rights sponsor Hancock was named after Gina Reinhardt's father, Lang Hancock. Back in 1984, he publicly suggested doping the Aborigines water to make them sterile so they could breed themselves out, effectively calling for an end of Indigenous Australians. Isn't it fascinating and horrifying how not long ago this type of behaviour or comment was accepted as part of society? Scary, really. But in the light of the furor, rather than apologising for her father's comments, Reinhardt has decided to remove the millions and walk off into the desert sun. The desert where her father's millions were made and the land was owned by those Indigenous Australians. Money can buy you so much, but it will never undo the travesties many Indigenous populations have had to endure. Sport is the one place where minorities can actually bring worlds together. Look at South African rugby. Look at the All Blacks, hell. Even have a look at the Wallabies. Racism has no place in sport, and I'm so proud that now Wallam stood up for her people. Reinhardt needs to do the same. She needs to stand up and apologise. It won't fix the problem, but it is the right thing to do. 
Ooh, Kempi. Bang, bang, bang. Look, I, <clears throat> I've been following the story for a while now too, and those comments were absolutely horrible. And you think back, that was just that was normal back in the 80s, and it's coming to light now because people aren't tolerating it, and I 100% agree that was some horrible, horrible um, comments by by old Hancock, old mate that uh, said that. Um, but it's an interesting situation that we've got right now, that uh, teams and sports entities that, without the backing, wouldn't be possible. And that $15 million, um, that $15 million payment that Nipple Australia, they're already $7 million in debt. Like, this could be the end of them. You know, mm. they, they're, gonna, they're probably going to find another $15 million. Well, Hopefully they can find another situation where we can overcome this. But... It's a hard one because without sponsors, look, I, I, I don't agree. I'm not um, agreeing with what old mate did and, and the decision that's been made. But when 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 you need sponsorship to keep these teams alive and the situation and like they've lost it all, it's 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 a hard one because sport does sport and politics mix in your eyes, Kimpy? Uh, I don't personally. I just don't think you can get away from it. That's my that's my honest belief. I think I think it plays a massive part daily in all sorts of walks of life, whether it, whether it's you know little stories like this, or you know you got the governance issues around sports, and wherever you look or turn, there's a politic that is involved in decision making. Look at the look at the Silver Ferns and the All Blacks playing this weekend. Now the politics have played out in that because it's about media money in it. Compared to yeah to, to to logic and common sense, so um, one thing I one I read that story. Um, look, I was I was proud on one hand. I was proud of mm. um, young Don, um, Don, Donnell Wallum standing up and saying, "Look, I'm really uncomfortable." Like having the courage yeah. to say that. But yep. I was also proud of the Diamonds and and them rallying around their teammate. And and for me, that's what sport can do. You know, like sport can actually change the fabric of our society mm. if we can if we can really adjust our thinking um, and using sport as a conduit to that way of thinking, and 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 promote it properly with the right people, we can achieve so much. You know, it's just more it's more than sport. So when you when you've got see, this was a decision by Gina Reinhart. She could have quite easily left fifteen million dollars there because it doesn't put a dent in her bank account. Nah. But instead, she's taken what I call the higher ground and decided to walk away without doing the right thing, which was to quite simply apologise. So um, you put the shoe on the other foot. Could you imagine that conversation happening the other way around? Like there would be there would be some serious repercussions. Yeah, it's it's a crazy one, eh? Like it's, it's it's horrible. I don't. I hate what goes on in the world and and uh, and situations. And we got a caller who actually works at one of Gina's mines that we're going to get after the news with Aroha, and we'll have it come back and react to that, Kempi. It's uh, it's a great insight. And look, it's a situation too because Pat Cummins has done it for Australian cricket. He's turned a blind eye to one of the major sponsors of uh, the Cricket World Cup, but then. Uh, He's also been punished because one of the sponsors is obviously about carbon emissions and, and the pollution they put into the air and, and how much pollution they actually add, whereas, uh, you know, 
Pat Cummins is driving around in his Range Rover. He's flying first class around the world, and you know, like so, it's kind of you're living these two lives. Look, it's it's a crazy world that we live in, and but the reality is, without sponsors, we we can't do anything. You're not going to have your wages paid. You're not going to be able to pay. So it's a, it's a it's a ongoing war that we're going to have and have created from these situations that are arisen from from what's going on. Look, it's a it's a fascinating debate, and I appreciate that off the back fence. And we'd love to hear from you at home. Double eight, double three, regarding the Australian Diamonds sports and politics sponsorship. Would you be okay representing a team that has you know, a little bit of adversity or something that uh, puts a bit of a blight? On the on the situation, let us know double eight double three. We'll be like Grant from Melbourne and give us a call oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We'll come back to you shortly, Grant. We're going to shoot off and we'll hear from Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. CNZ, Joe here filling in for Louie. It's 27 to 8. Time for your Gull Sporting Headlines, boys. Gull feeling your missions all year round. As I mentioned before, Champions League football on today. Exciting one with uh, Chelsea and RB Salzburg. It's been back and forth, but the away team, Chelsea, look like they're going to get the win. It's just an injury time over there. Sevilla's uh, come back in the second half to dominate Copenhagen 2-0. Man City, Dortmund kicking off in about... 27 minutes with uh, at 8 o'clock. Looking forward to that one. Tempe, Papua New Guinea, Cook Islands just uh, started. Pretty even affair there. Yeah, it's no score yet. Papua New Guinea, Cook Islands, uh, nil all. Three and a half minutes gone. Looks like New Guinea's got a little bit of an upper hand in my books. Easy. That's the gal headlines, boys. Uh, and we've got uh, Grant on the phone, eh? Beautiful. We've got Grant from Melbourne. He's going to react to Kempe's off-the-back fence. He works at one of Gina's mines. Morning, Grant. How you going, boys? Uh, good, mate. We're yeah. good. What do you got for us, bud? Yep. Yeah, just going on about Gina Reinhardt and that, eh? You know, like, I worked at one of her mines a few years ago and Cookie Forest. And it's not said that what they actually do for the Indigenous people eh, is not written about. You know, they just do it. And this... Mm. Thing about this uh, one one woman, eh, that's going on about what happened 20, 30 years ago, you know. Uh, it's sort of, I think, um, been blown all out of proportion, eh, you know. Um, and their reaction is, is actually stuff the future of netball in Australia for the future, not the now. Mm. Do that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, Kempi, like the future for, for Netball Australia. And, and look, oh, oh, we can't change what's what's gone on in the past and what, and what the, the dad said, but oh, yeah, I just I just feel for the future of the younger generations that kind of miss out on this, Kempi. Yeah, Grant, do you think that, you know, because I, I hear, I hear, you know, like a, you, you read an article, it doesn't always tell the full story, we know that, but do you think that, a, probably a better way to handle it would have been maybe to come out and say, look, I'm really sorry for that indiscretion at that time. Apologise, we're not going to remove the money and this is what we're actually doing and, and allowed the people to understand exactly what you're saying, that there is this other work being done in the background? 
Um, I, I don't really think uh, apologies, uh, it doesn't really solve anything. You know, it's just words really, eh, you know? Um, so uh, what are these what, actions what you're doing, dead? Grant? What, what have they been doing oh, for the, the people back in... Well, you give them. You want to see the, the jobs they're giving them. You know, they're actually giving them jobs. They, you know, they, they're getting paid shitload of money out of working at mines. You know, and they put that money back into their community. It's how they spend it in their community too. You know. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think one okay. of the two they they haven't got the you know I don't think they've got the financial uh, know how how they actually spend their money in, in their community. You know, like like the um I don't know, there's a lot of Educated indigenous people, eh, too, you know. Yeah. But then again, yeah. there's others that are just, uh, just do the living in the old days too. Mm. Appreciate your call, Grant from Melbourne. He worked at one of Gina's mines, talking about the the, the kind of things they're doing out, uh, outside of the mines to look after the indigenous people. Yeah, it's an interesting situation. Thanks so much for your call, Grant. Appreciate it. 0800-150-811. Chris has come through. Netball Australia has lost out on $15 million for all netball, not just the diamonds. That's a huge amount that won't now go down to development and grassroots of the particular sport. Um, here we are. You're massive on that kind of thing, Kempe. Mm. Good on on the player for speaking out, but maybe some kind of compromise could have been uh, been reached. Apology, maybe. Yeah, and that's and that's my point. Look, I look, I yeah. I hear what you're saying about apology is just words, but apologies actually, you know, do go a long way to to um, repairing uh, a lot of damage. That, that's how it starts, and then yeah. and then like what what we can say is like this is what we're doing to try and rebuild that that um, integrity back into the community because it's really hard once you lose that integrity to rebuild it. And and I agree. The the losers out here are the community. Like the $7 million deficit that they're in, the Australians, they needed that money. But the other part yeah. of that, to build the community through it um, with the extra funding would have been so good for, for Netball Australia. But she's walked straight away. There's been none of that. So there hasn't been a compromise and, a, and, a, and there's been a, a, a definite stance of walking away from uh, Nepal Australia. We probably don't know the whole story, Izzy. You know what I mean? Nah. But we, you know, we can only here. report on what, we, what we're being told and what we see is happening. I, I agree with Chris. I think a compromise should have been made. That would have been mm. the, e- the easier um, one to, I guess, uh, to digest if it was a compromise. At the moment, it just I, looks I, like it, it's you know sour grapes. I think an, an opportunity. There's going to be a, a one, an opportunity. There's going to be a shining light out of this. There will be a business out there that will see the moral and, and the ethics that the diamonds hold towards their teammates and the people of Australia, and I'm sure that they, they will come out of this. This is just a little blink in the road, a 15 million. And the worst thing about this is they've also pulled the sponsorship for uh, the Western Australia um, netball team as well. So it's affected. The, the community and, and all sports. So it's a, it's a crazy situation we've, we're finding at the moment. So uh, we'll keep you up to date. We're going to shoot off because we're going to come back and we're going to talk some cricket and we'll react to more of this off the back fence because it's a wonderful uh, conversation that we need to have. Jamie Wall's come through. <laughs> he loves to come in off the back fence. If anyone comes off the back fence, it's Jamie Wall. Hey, but he's right. So I've given back to the indigenous people by putting them to work in the mines. Cool. <laughs> he's dead he's right. Exactly he's dead right. That's why I was like, as he building, I thought he was going to say they're building them houses, communities, and and uh, you know situations in the community. But he's given them jobs. So I was like, oh, okay, it's not really.
It's not a really good thing to do, making them work for the mind so they make their billions. But anyway, great point there, Jamie. A few messages. The, the text machine's heating up. We're going to shoot off. We'll come back because we've got Craig coming talking all things cricket because the Black Caps are taking on Afghanistan tonight. Back soon. Let's tack right and talk some cricket. The Black Caps are leading the charge at the T20 World Cup with a stunning win over Australia in the opening game of the tournament and stellar individual performances across the board. And he just continues downwind for six more. Cummins goes short and Finn Allen says, I'll have some of that. Conway advances, belts it straight, long, and six more. Southy first ball Warner throws his head back and New Zealand are on top down the ground and he's hit that one away over extra cover it's a chance oh, you've got to be kidding me Glenn Phillips please how good is that straight up and this could be it Conway is underneath it is this the moment New Zealand can finally celebrate they certainly can an old-fashioned hiding, as Smithy reference right there. Today, the Kiwis look to back up, back that up as they take on Afghanistan and at, at the MCG. And we're very lucky to be joined by former Black Cat and Doyen of a target Targo Cricket, Craig Cumming. G'day, Craig. Thanks so much for joining us, mate. Morning, guys. How are you going? Very, very good. How are you doing? Uh, mate, look, honestly, that performance was... Stella and an absolute hiding for Australia. Look, there's been talk of changes coming into this game against Daryl Mitchell, maybe potentially regaining his role in the squad. Would you make any changes or would you keep that cohesion alive? Oh, yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, you know, Daryl Mitchell's been, you know, very good and also Michael Bracewell uh, in the side, but always tough as he is, you know, with cricket, conditions play a part and. Mm. Um, it depends on if they're playing on a used pitch at the MCG. Um, you know, the the Indian India Pakistan game was there. So, <laughs> if that's the case, then then maybe. But gee, was it swung there too? So, you know, Trent Bolt's going to enjoy it. Tim Southey. Um, I, I like the side, and, and yeah, Mitchell's done very well for us. But you know, that was an excellent performance. I mean, it was one that we've been waiting for. Uh, they were building nicely, and I think we we're all on the edge of our seats and punching the ear when Finn <laughs> Allen was pumping Stark back over his head and. Um, you, could, you could hear Smitty's excitement and feeling like he wasn't going to get beaten up for about 40 overs in the commentary box by the Australian commentators, and we were all with him so, uh, and Dooley. So it was, it was fantastic. And they just got the blueprint right. They got, they're aggressive at the top. They need Finn Allen to go out. Um, I've said for a while, and, you know, you had Baz, and Baz sitting beside you, is he? And Baz, yeah. Baz played that way. You've got to, you've got to get us to fly. You've, you've, got to, you've got to be able to get off to a quick start, use those first six overs, create momentum. And then you can get a score, and, and Finn Allen did that beautifully. What about the calming influence of Devin Conway? And there was a comment the other day, he is the most <laughs> underrated batsman in the world. He could be regarded as, as one of the best going around at the moment, mate. He is in phenomenal. What makes him so bloody good? Yeah, he's he's got the amazing ability. Um, he seems to play the ball on its merit, but he hits the ball on the ground. And, and it looks like he's, he doesn't premeditate so he, he lets the ball calm he sees it and then he's got options and, and the toughest thing is to be able to have the options to be able to hit the ball on the offside the leg side or um, wherever but he seems to do that and, and it looks like he nearly targets the, the fielders in the inner ring and he tries to beat them by two or three metres either side so he doesn't try and go over fielders 
He tries to go just to the left or right of the ones in the ring because if you do that, there's no one behind them. And and the other thing that sticks out is he's got his timing. Is he? You know, he just times the ball oh. so beautifully. And I know left handers always look elegant, but gee whiz, at the moment, <laughs> you know, he he's just playing proper cricket shots. And some of them do. Um, he's not. Oh, he had that one through cover. Um, I think <laughs> yeah. off, off the spinner. I don't know who it was, and it just flew. And I just said to my, um, you know, to, to even I was talking to the Motago Sparks last night. I know it's a bit different, but just watch Devin Conway. You don't have to be able to hit the ball over the boundary all the time. You just got to hit the ball on the ground, and um, he's brilliant. He really is. Hey, Craig, just uh, the the picking up on your comment about you know you've got to start fast. Isn't it like that in every sport? Does it? You notice the massive difference with the fielding in the black caps and the way that they they attack the game. Yeah, I mean they had a bit of an off. Uh, you know, the Hagley series can be was a little bit off, and, mm. and, and sometimes um, at night uh, it's really dark, and, and guys struggle there. And put in the fact it was probably a bit cold and those things, but there's nothing like forty odd, fifty thousand people to get you up in the stadium, is there? And you're going to go for things. I mean, Glenn Phillips is a Outstanding. He is the quickest person probably in New Zealand cricket across the ground. He's an outstanding fielder, but he just had a bit of a nightmare at Hagley, but he showed. But everything needs to click. So, you you know, you've to be able to win a T20 World Cup, you've got to take your catches, you've got to take your wickets, you've got to take your runouts, you've got to be able to save, you know, every run in the field, um, and you've got to be aggressive with the bat. So, you know, it's, it's a game made for, you know, explosive power. It's a game made for... You can't have any doubt. You can't have any sort of, you know, because um, if you have doubt, then whether you're batting or bowling, if you have doubt, you can all of a sudden get hit for four with the ball. But if you have doubt with the bat, you can waste two or three balls. And as we saw in that India-Pakistan game, it goes down to the final ball. You can't afford to, to do that. So the big part of the coaching environment, and Gary Stead and, and his team do with this group, is just try and make them feel really confident. And uh, we saw that with Finn Allen and... Then if Finn Allen does what he does, it just flows through the batting order nicely. Oh, I was watching the news last night. They got a bit of swagger about them. So tonight at the G, <laughs> any reason to be alarmed or too strong for Afghanistan? Oh, I know. Afghanistan are dangerous. So it's still a newbie one. Um, they're, they're a good side. Mm. And obviously got Ashley Khan playing for them. And Rashid Khan, sorry. Um, and that's what I mean about conditions. I, I'd like to see a little bit of grass on it so that the spin doesn't play a big factor. We, we should be too good if we play to our potential, but Afghanistan are a good side. Um, and, but, and there's nothing like turning up to the MCG. It's, it's an awesome coliseum, really. And, um, you know, they won't lack for um, enthusiasm and they won't lack for intent yeah. because that place just makes, you know, it's, it's just one of those grounds that just makes you turn up and the old hairs jump up in the back of your neck and you walk out and you can... You, you walk all around it and, you know, it would have been amazing to be there the other night with that India-Pakistan game. And oh. when you hear Ian Smith and you, you hear Smithy talking and you guys know him well, saying that yeah. this is a moment he'll never forget and he's been in the broadcasting industry for 30-plus years, plus playing at the MCG himself, <laughs> you, you know it's pretty special. So uh, the Black Caps will want to keep that going themselves. Yeah, for sure, mate. That was uh, such a... Oh, unbelievable game to witness on TV, mate. We appreciate you coming on the show, Craig. No doubt you got uh, your day busy uh, looking after the school kids and, and looking after the Targo Sparks, mate. So we'll let you go and rip into your day. Appreciate your time talking all things cricket. Thanks so much, Craig. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. Craig Cummins, Sid, as they call him.
back in the day talking about the Black Caps. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, Kempi. We've got to shoot off, we'll come back and wrap up the air. But the Black Caps, they've got a bit of confidence, a bit of swagger. Come and on. only great teams can back up great performances. Let's hope they can do it. We don't want to be like the Aussies and just breathing above the water. <sighs> Catching their breath. Anyway, we'll shoot off. That was Craig coming back soon. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Welcome back. We're about to, coming up to 8 o'clock, and uh, we've got Luke Romano coming up. But remember, we're doing a giveaway. Who has been your favourite player to watch at the Rugby World Cup so far? Text double eight double three, and you could win one times triple pass for Saturday's quarterfinal games in Whangarei. Both games will feature France, Italy, New Zealand taking on Wales, all thanks to our friends at Chemist Warehouse. And remember, Louis and Kempi, will be at the Whangarei Chemist Warehouse store this Friday. Come down from 6am opposite Seminoff Stadium. Keep those messages coming through and you could win a triple pass to those quarterfinals this weekend in Whangarei. We've already had one. Portia Woodman, how good is she? Ruby Tui flying. Amy Duplessis. Kendra Coxedge. Ruahe DeMont. Renee Wycliffe. Teresa Fitzpatrick. Oh, I could continue that list, but keep them coming through. You go on the draw and you will win. You will win. All you got to do is text your favourite player. That's all we want to know, and you win a triple pass to the quarterfinals. Coming up, we're going to continue some rugby chat, but a quickly a message from Cam. Hey, Lance, different Cam there, but he loves a punt too. The Growler at Gore today. Get on. The Growler at Gore today. Get on. Keep those punts coming through because I'm going to do a multi today. Anyway, coming up, Luke Romano. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, shaping and building New Zealand. And 10% off store wide at the Chemist Warehouse Labor Day sale. Hurry, sale ends Wednesday. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepaid plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. morning, get up if you're not up. You surely are up, because it's 8 o'clock. No one sleeps past 8am. Come on. Lucky if you do. Ooh, how good. Wednesday, 26th of October. Izzy at Kempi. Bringing you all things SCNZ this morning. Louis Herman Watts a little bit crook today. We hope he's okay. He'll be back tomorrow. But Joe and Neeps and Aroha doing a flying job in the back room. Well, hopefully, oh, he's answered, Luke Romano. I was thinking, man, he was a little bit slow yesterday, but he's answered his phone. He's a man of his word, so we won't keep him holding for too much longer. 
because he is an absolute champion. I appreciate him. I've seen him from a mile away walking in there to pick up his young son who has started school as a father does. He's finished up. He's retired. The big man, 14 years straight. He is tired. He wants to try something else. And we're about to find out what that something else looks like. Luki Romano, congratulations on your career, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, cheers, Diggy. Mate, talk to me, talk to me. When did this come about? How did it come about? Retirement. Oh, you know what it's like, Diggy. It's, um, you know, there's a first time for everything. There's also a last time for everything. And, um, yeah, it just seems uh, fitting to... You know, I started 14 years ago with Canterbury and I always wanted to um, end with Canterbury and... Um, final in Christchurch against Wellington. It was the same 14 years ago. So, um, yeah, mm. it's uh, not an easy decision, as you know. But um, you know, the, I've got things outside of rugby that are all starting to take shape with the borders opening, my hunting business, and and that. So, um, yeah, time to time to make the time to make the move, Luke Romano. Hey. Fantastic watching your career, Luke, and um, even the final on the weekend. I was hoping that you could pull it off when they put you on there late. It would have been a fairy tale. But highlights of your career, mate, you've got a few. Which ones really stick out? Um, you know, I haven't had really much time to reflect on that sort of stuff. I mean, um, um, I think probably winning the Ranfurly Shield for the first time was pretty big um, back in 2010. Um, um, they obviously, you know, being able to, you know, accomplish Super Rugby, um, it was my seventh or eighth year and we'd lost a couple of finals and, um, you know, that was pretty big and obviously the World Cup in 2015, you know, that was pretty massive too, but, um, I think just the relationships that you build with all your teammates and, 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 you know, they become lifelong friends. I think they're probably some of the lasting memories that um, um, you really cherish. Um, Lukey, you were a you were a late bloomer. You, you started your your career at the old age of twenty seven. I remember it vividly. We were running three thousand meters with Ash at uh, the park, and you were this tall, skinny, lanky foot bugger that absolutely smashed it, mate. Do you, you know, you, you started very late. Did you think you'd have this longevity in the game, still going 14 years later? Um, I, I always backed myself. You know, um, any competitor always backs himself. And, um, mm. yeah, while I never had the, um, the I, I guess, the normal path into a, you know, pro rugby career. Um, I always, you know, had a dream that I wanted to play for Canterbury and Crusaders and, and, and the All Blacks, and I just kept chasing it. Um, mm. I didn't let anything set me back, and you know, didn't let anything stop me. And once I got my foot in the door, you know, I made sure I, I made sure I kicked that door down and um, grabbed everything with two hands and um, made a good good go of it and I've been pretty fortunate that I've been able to do that so um, yeah I'm actually sh not sure what's worse the, that two and a half K test with Ash or the Bronco test to be fair I think, <laughs> I think they're both as bad as each other so um, no 
I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happened, Luke. Because now you sit down, you have a few beers in the off season, and you go, "Oh, yeah, I can still do that." And you decide to go out there and give it a crack on your own, and you get halfway through it and you stop, and there's no one around yelling at you anymore. And you go, "Actually, I'm going for a beer. <laughs> I'm out of here." <laughs> hey, mate, tell us was it was it weird playing for Auckland last year? Um. It was a little bit, but it was actually, uh, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, just the change, change of environment, um, and just the, just they do things differently to down here in Christchurch with the Crusaders. So, um, you know, they've got their own way and um, they've got their own style of doing things. And I think just being with the Crusaders for so long, it was... Um, it was quite refreshing to go into a different environment that was different. Um, and, mm. yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it, you know. I've, I've made some good friends up there. And, um, yeah, I was looking back on it now as, you know, probably glad that I did that to experience something different. Hey, look, obviously you, you've retired, but I spoke to you yesterday, and, mate, your body hasn't slowed down one bit. And I don't know how, because you never turn left, you never turn right, you run straight as anything, and you smash people. So your body must be a little bit sore. But, look, no one really retires fully unless you're forced to retire like myself and you've got bad knees. Could be there be a chance that maybe one day Luke Romano might run around and, and make a wee comeback. Oh, look, we'll just see what happens in the future. There's definitely... Uh, there's definitely no the love's super, still super there, isn't it? Yeah, look, I still love the game. Um, you know, mm. you, you start when you're five and you've just got that love and that passion for it and I don't think that ever goes, you know. You know what mm. that's like, Daggy. Um, but, yeah. you know, there's no super rugby f- for me. Um, I definitely need a break um, from the game and um, I've got my hunting business, with, um, which is, you know, right there ready to fire off next year and that and uh, whatever happens after that whether it's a you know some sort of coaching role or something like that we'll just um, see what happens really Hey Luke you're not not going to be reprimanded a cake I'm going to ask you a question you're not going to be reprimanded but which coach gave you the biggest spray mate who was the worst at it (laughs) (laughs) All of them (laughs) <laughs> there must be one that sticks out I actually remember back in 2000 and I think it might have been 2010 no maybe 2011 <laughs> um, we we got beaten by Tasman up in Nelson and um, Rob Penny was the coach and he walked into the sheds after the game and, and the only thing he said was that was the worst performance by a Canterbury team ever and just walk back out. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, you know, you you're sort of wow that, that just happened, and um, you know, you sort of you know take that to heart because um, you know you feel responsible um, for letting the coach down and for letting the Canterbury team down, and that. So um, yeah, but uh, no, no, there's been a few good sprays from. Uh, you know, coaches over the years, but they've probably all been justified, to be fair, so. Uh, <laughs> Mate, yeah. 
Luki can't talk. He's the biggest sprayer of them all, mate. He sprays everyone at training, sprays everyone in the meetings, ping, puts his finger out, you're hopeless. But I loved it because every time he come up to me before a game, I'll never forget it, he always comes up, taps me on the shoulder, he goes, just be daggy, just be daggy. And I'll never forget it. You're an absolute champion, Luki Romano. What a what a fantastic fantastic career you've had, mate. You're an absolute Crusaders champion, Canterbury champion, and New Zealand champion. Just quickly before we let you go, mate, you got some off time now. What what does that look like for you? What are you gonna be doing the next couple of months knowing you don't have to go and slave a strength test, a nutrition test? We all know how Pinching that hinu can affect our emotions, so you don't have to do any of that, mate. So, what does it look like for you? Oh, Ollie, just um, just over the next few months, just relax and spend some time with the family. You know, like this year was pretty tough. Obviously, that they never come to Auckland with me, and mm. um, you know, two young boys that are you know growing up pretty quick in that. So, just spend some time with them and. Um, sort of get set up for um, my hunters to come in in um, mid-February and, um, you know, I look forward to the next part of my uh, uh, life, which is, um, you know, my hunting business. So, um, yeah, something, something that, um, you know, you don't get to do when you're a, you know, pro rugby player and that's probably to relax and um, um, enjoy your life, really. So, yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing, relaxing, ain't, you ain't going to be relaxing, mate. Little Coop, you'll be down there, you'll be coaching the school team, you'll be going to all these functions. We've got school athletics today soon, mate. Are you going to be there? I'm going down. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. I'll, I'll pop down there. You've got um, touch training tomorrow night, don't you? You've been roped into oh. being the coach, haven't you? <laughs> That's right, your bloody wife. She said, hello. Thursday touch team, you're there. So I'll see you Thursday and I'll see you this morning at uh, at the local athletics. Luke yeah. Romano, thank you so much for joining our show, brother. We really appreciate it. Congratulations on a stellar career. You're one of the good blokes and the champions going around and uh, we look forward to seeing what the future holds for you. No, no, no worries. Cheers, guys. Well done, Luke. Very good. He is. Very good, is he? The big man. The big man, Luki Romano. <laughs> I caught him when he was off guard yesterday at school. I was like, Luki, Luki. And he was like, yeah, trying to get in and out and get his son. And I said, Luke, look here. And he turned around I was like, tomorrow, 8 a.m., I'm ringing you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so, God of all. We've got a message here. What an absolute champion, Lucas. Love him. A polar bear legend to you. High school old boys, polar bear. How good. Yeah, one of the good guys, Kimpy. Yeah, one of the good guys, mate. And, and what a what an opportunity for people too, um, just to give his business mm. a bit of a a, um, a call out, a shout yeah. out here. You know, to go hunting with Luke Romano. You know what I mean? Mm. To go out there and actually get in, into a bit of wilderness with Luke Romano. Obviously, a number of uh, footy stories will go under the under the under the night stars with a couple of cans and. And yeah. you have a good night um, there. So all the, all the best from 14 years. What a what a career. Those 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 mm. careers are very few and far between now, where you're playing 10 yeah. plus years. So um, well done. He to started Luke. at 27, Kimpy. Uh, 27. He was, you know, a late bloomer. That's what I mean. And he has such longevity in the game and his body shape. Like when he turned up, man, I was like, who's this skinny, lanky? 
fit thing, and then he's obviously put on a lot of bulk, and now he's uh, just straight out of the guts. But yeah, what a what a story. Yeah, great story. Well done. Mm. Great, great to catch up with Luki Romano, and uh, here we go, Daggy. You better do the dad sprint race at Athletics Day. It will be the highlight of your scun <laughs> son's sure you, school life. Make sure you video it. Oh, Sc- <laughs> Scotty, I don't <laughs> look honestly. If it's a hundred meters, I'll I'll pump them at a hundred. Don't I've got worry, a story I'll for smash. You. I got a story. I'll smash my knee, Kimpy. You've done it. I've got a story for you. <laughs> back in my I forgot day, about this. Back in my day, mate. So I've gone to school with my daughter. She, she's four, mate. She's at uh, I'm up in Leeds at a at a primary school up in Leeds, and they had a father's race. And and I just finished playing the day before, so I was too sore, mate. I couldn't I couldn't get out there and run, you know. I'm watching it. This guy's running flat shoes. So you know, teachers there ready. All the fathers line up. Bang! Off he goes. He's running flat shoes. Gets halfway down the down the track and slips over. On the deck, yeah. on the deck, face first, mate, and a shoulder pops out. <laughs> he's going, oh. and I've had a dislocated shoulder. He's screaming, mate. He's screaming. His shoulders <laughs> out. I've walked up to him and I've gone, "You okay, mate?" Flipped him over. He goes, "You okay?" He goes, "Oh, my shoulders out." I went, "Here, don't worry, mate. I've had one of those." And I put my foot between his armpit and started pulling on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> Kimpy, he's screaming, mate. He's going ah, and the kids start crying. And the teachers run up to me and go, "Stop it, stop it!" The kids are getting scared. Did you pop it back in? No, mate, I couldn't do it, and I'm yanking, pulling it. The guy's screaming, and eventually I said to him, "Mate, sorry, brother, can't do it. You got to go to the doctors." Oh, bro, you. Mate, what a cracker. Look, that'll be me. That'll be me, Scotty. So, look, I'll probably be talked into it. And if I am, I'll give it a crack. But, man, I want to take some Voltaire and some anti-flams to get me through it. I'll tell you, I feel like an absolute wreck. But, mate, there was that funny video. I don't know if you saw it over in the UK when the mum was doing the race and she was in a dress and she <laughs> yeah. flips over on her face yeah. and she had, a, she had a thong on. That's the full moon. <laughs> I've seen that. It flashed you. How funny, mate. There's so many. F- <sighs> those kids' days when the races are on are hilarious. Mm. Absolute hilarious. Oh. Bit of advice. Now you've got me do nervous. It. Don't do it. You've got me nervous now. I, for- I totally forgot about this. I was like, man, there's all those little family f- um, parent races. I'm like, I might have to go a bit delayed today. Anyway, we'll see. That was Luke Romano. Maybe Luke will do it. The big man running it straight for the last time. Great to chat to him and talk uh, talk about his stellar career. 14 years. He's just retired. One of the all time greats. If you've missed that, head over to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast uh, on our SCNZ app, and you can hear from Luke Romano and all of our guests that we've had throughout the week. So we appreciate it. I'm going to just read a quick message before we shoot off. We'll come back. Well, Paulie Moade, you've got to remember the Super Rugby sides have been named today. And if you're following the Crusaders team, there's a couple of surprises in there. Well, they tried to do a cryptic kind of crossword last night, or a cryptic mm. little quiz, trying to guess who is going to be a part of that squad. And I'm predicting a couple of surprises. Willie Hines, the old uh, veteran mm. that's come back from England, potentially amongst that squad. Little George Bell. Um, yeah, maybe a few others. Someone, the former Blues player. Tavita Lee. What do you reckon? Tavita Lee could be amongst that Crusaders side. How good would he be in that squad? Oh, he's a unit, isn't he? <sighs> he's a unit. A he unit. is an absolute unit. He was taking George Bridges' role, and uh, well, he's got a lot of competition. You've got Lester Fyang and Nuku. Um, you've got Naholo. You've got Sevi Reese. 
And then you got Tavita Lee. That'll be just unfair. Anyway, we're going to shoot off and we'll come back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be unfair, but I don't care how good up the Saders. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yes, welcome back. We're 25 past eight on a Wednesday, flying Wednesday at the moment. We're going to have a catch-up with Paulie Muwati. Time for a TAB Live update. Bit live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. Morena to you, Paul Lay. Have you done what I ask? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, morning, boys. Uh, um, I'm working on it, Izzy. Uh, okay. if, if, I can, if I can get it through... Um, I'll let you know. So, yeah, yep. I'm working on the boys, and uh, you, they are, are you a little bit scared. They are very, very, very scared. <laughs> Looks like a huge chance in the carbine on Saturday. So, uh, good luck to you and uh, any of the other connections uh, who might be heading over as well. Especially with that rain coming down, Thank Paulie. You, Especially with that rain oh, coming down, must be shortening it's up. Boring over there. Yeah, exactly. I just hope they've got enough seats when you turn left on the plane because there's going to be a few boys turning that way. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm going right this time. There's only rights on this plane from Christchurch. But anyway, we appreciate it, Paulie. What do you got for us today, my friend? Well, just having a look, there's, uh, we just had an $8,000 bet go down, unfortunately, for one punter. He took Papua New Guinea minus seven and a half at half time against the Cook Islands. Um, oh, no. So, that would have been no, heartbreaking. No. They scored right on half time. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh. And I'm just having a look down the page. Uh, what else have we got here? There's a number of Champions League matches going on at the moment. Of course, the Black Caps are playing uh, Afghanistan tonight. Black Caps have been very well backed by punters. Currently $1.17 to win that match in the top run scorer market. No surprises there. Uh, everyone's keen to get on Devin Conway. He's the favourite to be the top scorer for the Black Caps, paying $3.60 at the moment. And his opening partner, Finn Allen, uh, the second favourite, has been the second best back in that market as well. Um, I'm just having a look at the Gore races today. They've got an 11 uh, uh, race meeting down there at Gore. Starts uh, Race 1 starts at 11.54, but we've had a wee bit of money on a couple of runners. Race 7... Uh, the favourite, Cestina, trained by Joanne Dalton, uh, daughter of Lonro, uh, currently paying four fifty. is the favourite, and one it's made in, um, at this track not long ago. That has seen a wee, bit of ca- a wee bit of cash. Number 12, Cestina, in race seven at Gore. And race eight has been a wee bit of speaking about the Barry Howden-trained uh, Willis, uh, to be ridden by Chris Johnson today. That is eight dollars into six fifty. Bit of money for number four Willis in race eight down there at Gore. So a couple Beautiful. of very well backed runners today. Beautiful, Paulie Moati. My dad loves Chris Johnson, so he might follow you. And he's listening. He's down here, and he uh, loves your mahi. Nothing else for us, mate. Before we let go, the Super Rugby teams have been announced. There's a couple of movers. The Highlanders, mate. They must have been playing big odds because they'll let some champions go and they're going to be struggling, I feel. I see, uh, see the, I'm just having a look at the Chiefs squad um, as we speak, mm. is he, uh, and I see our good friend uh, Mr McKenzie is back in the uh, Chiefs squad. Uh, he'll make yep. a big, big difference uh, to them and their chances in 2023. Uh, but 
I'm sure the boys, uh, the bookies, will be looking at that uh, this and uh, mm. adjusting their odds as we uh, speak. Hey, Paulie, Appreciate just a question. It. I was watching you yeah. the other the other morning on the uh, Livermore when you were tipping out everything else except my horse. Did you get any money on that place money? On just ask me. Yeah, you know we got some money on. <laughs> just ask me. <laughs> I like it when you ask a question when you already know the answer to it, Kippy. <laughs> yeah, mate. Good. Well done. Well done. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Yeah, very good. Appreciate it, brother. Okay, boys. Have a good day. We'll, we'll chat to you tomorrow, mate. It was Paulie Muati. Bet live on your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. Please gamble responsibly. R18. Kempi, you know that jam got paid. You know. Yeah, mate. Yep. One more, mate. Hey? One more this year. Who knows? <laughs> Come on, jammer. You jammy bugger. How good. (laughs) Hey, there's a message coming through regarding the Super Rugby size. Nani Punivai to the Chiefs. You got Salby Rickett to the Chiefs. They've lost some quality. Mm. Far out, my landers must be giving players away. That is from Brad. And another one here from Paddy. Maybe the players are not happy. Maybe the players, Landers are in a bit of trouble with their coaching management set up. Maybe the players are not happy. A couple of admissions regarding Super Rugby, and uh, we'll unveil those squads. The Blues and Chiefs have unveiled their squads this morning. The Crusaders, Hurricanes will be throughout the morning, and the line, uh, Highlanders, so no doubt they'll be unveiled throughout the morning. We're going to shoot off, and we'll come back with Joe. Has he got a love racing update? Holy Maybe he led us into a few the little dirt. tips. Anyway, here's the dirt from Joe Dirt. Here he is. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Morning, it's 27 to 9 here in Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Joe Flynn for Louie Herman Watt, who's a bit ill. Uh, love racing update coming in a second, boys. I've got some good dirt for you. It's mostly Louie's, but I'm chucking a little <laughs> bit of mine. A little bit of fertiliser in there. Cook uh, Champions League update. Man City and Dortmund are tied right now. Uh, Real Madrid's down 2-0 against RB Leipzig. And uh, Celtic uh, is uh, tied in there one. So, uh, also, quick update, uh, football update, boys. Um, you know how we caught up with Crawley Town? I've been mean, meaning to mention this. You know how we caught up with Preston Johnson, the owner of Crawley Town, like a month or two ago because they yeah. beat Fulham in yeah. the FA Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Doing terribly since. <laughs> we're, uh, terribly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, oh, <laughs> maybe maybe we're, we didn't talk to them. It wasn't us. I, we, I, we, yeah, we I think we, we might have stopped them, mate. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was during our time when we were stopping things. And, uh, Are about, they crawling? Yeah, they're crawling. They're like, I mean, they've, they've crawled their way back up, but for a t- for a long time they were at the bottom of the table, and they got rid of their coach and their assistants. Uh, so, but they are actually playing an FA FA Cup game next weekend. Um, so that's the weird thing about English football, you know, you could be struggling in League Two, but you could get through to the second round of the FA Cup. So, very interesting. Yeah, we'll keep our eyes on that. What about that? What about that eight thousand dollar bet that Paulie Moati was talking about? Papua New Guinea's What's coach, the score? Papua New Guinea's coach. Came out scored straight after half time. It's now 16 8. He had a seven and a half point spread over half, half oh. time. He'd be gutted, mate. It's 16 8 <laughs> to New Guinea. Oh, no. Get that fertilizer oh, ready. No. It's Joey's dirt. What do you got, Joe? All right, boys. Here's a little bit of dirt for you for your love racing updates. Um, 
it's, it's, I am actually using Louis's picks, but I will say that Louis is very Alabama. ill, and I think it's affected him a little bit. Like, he messaged me at 1am in the morning talking about ideas for our Christmas show. So, I don't know if he's all there, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, loveracing.nz, you're home for everything thoroughbred racing. We're at Gore, boys. Race 6. Chokita. Yeah. $2.20 and he's multied that into Van Diesel at Gore Race 9 at $2.70 There you go Ooh, um, What's that okay. pun? Six uh, bucks No, it's uh, oh, I haven't done the maths I have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you It's five, $5.50 Perfect five fifty. You got me as the five fifty. That's great There uh, we go, and, eh? Uh, you know, why not chuck a Candidate in there. Candidate. Uh, Candidate. No, no thanks. Race, <laughs> race eight. <laughs> race eight, number two. That's Joe's uh, one. That's do. my one, boys. I, I, I like the look of it. You know, it's quite an open field. Um, it was it was sired by Sacred Falls. And, boys, I've learned recently how important um, the sire is. So, look, I, uh, that's all I can say. I mean, I just like... <laughs> I just like him. <laughs> okay, we'll put him in. <laughs> hey, uh, instead of putting fertilizer on there, why don't you chuck a bit of Roundup? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You, that was good, mate. That was good. What was that last one? I'll chuck it in the multi for you, mate. <laughs> Candidate. 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 What race? What uh, race? Race eights. Race eight. Yeah. Candidate. Race eight over okay, 1,200. So, yeah. Four dollars eighty. It competed well what are we on today? Last, you know, what's, a, it, what's his numbers, a, Joe? What's his numbers? Well, on a good on track. Left. It's had two starts for a third. So it's had two starts on a good track for a third. So it's had a third, a second, an eighth, a spell, and then a third fresh up. Look, they're not camping horses racing on a Wednesday, but <laughs> it's, it's one, it's one zero, and Joe wants it anchoring your multi today. <laughs> All right, I might just give that one a miss today. Um, I've chucked Chiquito in there, Van Diesel, and Sestina for a place. And that return, Sestina was the one that Paul Mwari spoke about. Top $3.90. Top $3.90 for a $10 return. So have a wee dabble in there. Joey, thank you so much for that loveracing.nz update. Oh, mate, you could do that job easily. Easily, my friend. And Louis, he's up at 1 o'clock. That's why he's not here. He's not sick. He's tired. He is absolutely tired. I'll read a couple of these messages here, eh? And this is one for you, Joey. Good on you, Joey B. Advice from the cuzzy. This is from Brett. It's not how fast you go. It's how long you can go before you start slowing down. <laughs> First 10K is easy. Then run it straight. Run it straight. Then run it straight, Joey. A little bit of inspiration there for you, brother. So... Joey is running his half marathon, 21Ks, on this Sunday. And he said, if you're up in the Auckland, you're running, go and have a, have, be a running partner with Joey. He will need you. He'll need you to get through the 21K. We're extremely proud of him here on the show. He committed to it a while back, and he has trained the house down. He's ran 18K. That's the most he's run, and I never even come close to that. So well done to you, mate. Well done to you. Another one here from Cam. Cheers for the quiz, fellow. My mate's. My mate Cam that you mentioned definitely knows a thing or two about horses. Be worth to get him on the Fridays for his weekend tips. Does a podcast every Friday and has a pretty good strike rate. Thanks again, lads. That's Cam from Blenheim. Well, we could we maybe get him on. Maybe mm. get him on to give us a few tips every single day. Appreciate that message. 
And uh, here's one for you, Kempi. I'm still shocked that Lebanon were underdogs to Ireland, even to make the top eight. Cut. Easy money for oh, me, though. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. I didn't uh, have a look at those odds. And just on that, New Guinea just gone in again here at 20 to 8 in the 46th minute. Lebanon, mate, they were very, very good against Ireland. That's who the Kiwis up against next. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, the, I think the finals, is he, in the World Cup, are yep. playing out exactly how we thought they would. Mm. Yep. Now, look, I saw Lebanon celebrating too. Robbie Farah's their the coach, and uh, he's obviously they are celebrating extremely hard. So it was great to see them. They're talking Michael uh, Checker. The, they're talking Michael Checker maybe um, as a smoky for an NRL role. Would you? Would Make you get my crack? An article came out last night saying, mm. "Would you put Michael Checker in the NRL?" Would you? Would you? Would you give him a crack well, in, in the NRL? And if he does. He seems to get the best out of people. Like, look what he's done with Argentina, you know. Like, look what he's done with Lebanon. They've, they've, they've mm. shown up and they've played well. So he's obviously got something there. Um, mate, I guess you'd never say never. Mm. Mate, he's a, oh, I've never been coached for him. I but if he's uh, spoken to the Warriors. Stream. Oh, imagine that. I'll tell you one thing you wouldn't take is any crap. Mate, did you, did, did you see that point. podcast of Andrew Jones? You see that podcast of Andrew Johns? Did you see it or not? The one with Chance Nickel Cox is crying at the end of the Canberra game. And he's saying mm. goodbye to the Canberra. And he's saying goodbye to the Canberra crew, Joey Johns. Yeah. Sometimes I think Joey doesn't really think before he talks. Yeah. And they're going, oh, you know, it just goes to show you how much it means to him, you know, leaving Canberra. And he goes, maybe it's because he knows he's going to the Warriors. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh no! I, I, I actually saw the funny part of it. I thought, yeah. "Oh, mate, Joey, come we've on. just had a guest on. We've just got our next caller, and he—you've just walked them straight into it. You've just walked them straight into it. Are we going to get to him now, or should we get to him after a break? Get, yeah, we'll get to him now. Sorry, Joe from Gizzy. He's been waiting all morning. How are you, Joey? I'm very well, boys. Very well. After East Coast picked up that uh, that trophy on the weekend, is. Well done. Well, well done. done. That was outstanding. Well yeah, mate. But it does a bit filthy on our boy from Melbourne. You know, there's no, yeah, no, no need for a comment like uh, like like saying, oh, she's giving them jobs, mate. Hey, that's like nah, saying that your mother's poor. giving you food. That's very mm. poor. Now, one thing about the Reinhardt Foundation, they, they do have a foundation called the Rory Hill Community Foundation where they do put millions into the indigenous, indigenous community. A lot of internships, a yep. lot of scholarships a lot of uh, community funding for buildings. We take that aside, mate. Mm. Two things. Sometimes people don't need to apologise for what their parents said because they are not their yep. parents, right? Yep. So, but, but this has gone to such a scale that I'll mate ringing in from Melbourne saying, you know, giving Abbo's jobs is a great thing. Oh, mate, that's just, that's just filthy. You know, I, couldn't, I spat my coffee out when he said that. But, yeah. uh, no, my whole family I, I, said the I, same, mate. For us here and in such a, uh, an indigenous country where we are the most, in, you know, we're the most integrated indigenous people in the world and we are, mm. we are the level of everybody else as Māori, mate, I couldn't understand what that boy was saying, mate. And that's all I had to say because, you know, my coffee's gone cold and I've been sitting there thinking about that. And living on, living on the coast as well, Kempi, you know, we're 50-50 yep. Māori here, right? Mm. Mm. More. And there's no handouts. There's no handouts. Right, there's hand ups. Right, mm. so right here as a people, we 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 had our tamararos, 
yesterday, right at, at Port Aori Marae, you know, where they've got over a thousand people turning up for that. You know, we are a people of culture. We are a proud people. We do our haka, right, where we show the world who we are every single day in every single facet of what we do. And uh, I just got no place for old mate from Melbourne who used to work for old Reinhardt telling me giving people jobs is, is the way forward. I ain't having it. Yep, that. Appreciate it, Joe from Gizzy. Passionate, mate. Look, I, I, yeah, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. I was hoping he was going to talk about foundations and uh, facilities that they've set up, but uh, walk straight into it. But appreciate it, mate. Passionate as always. And just uh, a quick shout-out to the Fano members or the, the member that passed away in the curtain raiser, mate. It's obviously sad times there. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the Fano there on the East Coast, and there's no way to, to remember uh, someone's life is getting the job done on the weekend, taking on uh, Mid-Canterbury. So well done to the Coasties. We're going to shoot off. We'll come back and talk about our Movember. What challenges should we get the drive to do? Back soon. Welcome back to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SCNZ. We're coming up to our uh, the end of our show shortly. We've been having so much fun ripping into all conversations and there's been awesome text messages coming through. Uh, a couple here. The, the Super Rugby teams have been announced this morning. you got the Chiefs and the Blues and the Crusaders, Highlanders, Hurricanes will be announced throughout the day. And a message here. Hey, Izzy, is there a bigger build-up in the world of sport than New Zealand Super Rugby squad announcement? Like, seriously, the Blues have announced their squad and I don't even think it's changed from last year. No talking points, no fizz, no surprises. Just put the bloody team list out and be done with it. So he's... El Paddy, he's had enough of it. Get the teams out. Be some... Uh, Big surprise. I'm looking forward to the Crusaders team, see what they announced today. Uh, another one here from Jamie. It's been a passionate uh, topic. And an apology from Reinhardt might go some way to healing the rifts that were caused. It will be bad for Netball if Australia had to fold because historically they have been the benchmark in world netball. Mm. That is from Jamie. I Kempe, don't think they will. Pretty much along. Yeah, I don't nah. think they will. I think you're right. I think um, common sense will play out here and there'll be someone else sitting in the background that can see the opportunity on the back of this because, man, it's got some media. Man, it's got some media. You couldn't yeah. pay for that. I remember remember Eric Watson when he had the Warriors uh, having a conversation with him um, in and around what it meant for him owning the Warriors as far as media media went for his businesses. He said he couldn't mm. buy the back page of the Herald, you know what I mean? He couldn't buy pages in the in the Sydney Telegraph uh, every time that his name was mentioned and the businesses obviously that his own were on the back of it. So, you know, I think I think from that point of view, um, I think, you know, there's the good the good people out there can see that as an opportunity and uh, let's hope that, you know, Australia can pull themselves out of this one. Yeah, for sure. We know what's, uh, how much Australian netball provides to us. So uh, we've got a winner too as well uh, for the competition, the triple pass to the Whangarei quarterfinals. Uh, Portia Woodman, Woodman, hands down, so exciting. That unnamed text, well, yeah, Neeps is going to give you a call, so make sure you answer your phone and uh, he'll get those tickets along the way. It's been a great show. Ricardo's no doubt got a big show for us, but Movember, the challenge. We are taking on the drive show, and we want some challenges to put to the drive show. And, well, Beaver's on my radar. He's in my sights. After his comments regarding the golf, hey Beef, bit unfair, bit unfair. <laughs> so an keep hour, those messages coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now a nice bucket, mate. He'll be longer than that till 
heal those old bones. But Richard, Richard sent uh, through a nice message for me regarding my body. appreciate it, mate. I've done most of those, but there's a couple there that I'll explore. Appreciate your message too, Richard. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll shoot off and we'll come back and hear from Rick Dog because Rick Dog will have a big show, no doubt, to keep you through to midday. Back soon. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. How good? We're a couple of minutes away before we hear from Ricardo Ball bringing you all sport and debates throughout the morning. Rick Dog, good morning. Morning, morning, Is. How you doing? Morning, Kempi. Morena, morena, buddy. Now we've got a good morning, eh, Is? Had a good crack yep. up. Man, so it's amazing what you can achieve as when uh, Louis is not here holding you back, eh? <laughs> cut it out. Oh, I, told a story, cut it. I told a story about putting a bloke's arm back in. Well, it didn't quite go back in. <laughs> had, had my foot in his armpit. No, I'll get it back in, bro. Just relax. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Dr. Kim. Brief Dr. Kim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a good morning, mate. We, we hear from uh, Luke Romano. It's great to chat to him. Uh, we talked to him, and then we had Missy Talalapapa uh, from over in the UK. He's obviously a former Warriors. Cronulla Sharks played uh, for Samoa in 2008. So we had a good morning. What do you got coming up there, Rick? Well, the, uh, yesterday the Black Sox named their team for the World oh, Cup, which is here uh, end yeah. of November. So we've got Patrick Shannon, the batting coach. He's coming on uh, to talk to us after 9 o'clock. Uh, we're also going to catch up with Ben Ryder, who wrote the book Astro Ball. He's going to preview the Baseball World Series between, between the Astros and the Phillies as well. So who got that got? coming up? Oh, it's hard to go past the Astros, eh? I mean, I like Bryce Good Harper. Up, eh? I like Bryce Harper, but I just think the Astros are going to be too good overall. What do, what do, you, what do you boys got? What do you reckon? I had the Phillies one. Oh. Yeah, I love Phillies. Love Phillies. Like, when you know baseball, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I know the big names, Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. Mm. You know, those are the ones. And I'd love to see the underdogs get up. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a bit of a fairy tale story, the Phillies, because they were the last team to qualify for the postseason. And they've gone, they've got all the way to the World Series. You know, and they sacked their manager halfway through the season. Yeah. Um, they've turned it around. Well. They've done it real well. How good, how good. Oh, we appreciate it, Rico, Ricardo, and uh, have a fantastic morning, mate. We'll hear from you tomorrow as well, Thursday, Thursday. How good. My last day of the Come week. Come on, Pongo. <laughs> Come on. Got a wee tip for you later in the week, Rick Dog. Stay tuned. You might hear it. Ooh. You will hear it because I talk about it all day. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> And Richard, who just texts through, I've got a bit of that. Don't worry, brother. It's good for the body, good for sleep. How good. We'll be back tomorrow, full team. Have a great day wherever you are. Woo. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.